Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Lots going on in the political front, and there's no one I'd like to talk to you more about that than my guest this segment, uh, the one and only Lee Kaplan with the uh, firm of Smizer, Kaplan, and Veselka. Uh, their website is skv.com. Interestingly, though, with, uh, with our guest, Lee Kaplan, someone, again, who loves to talk about all levels of politics and policy uh, from federal down to local, uh, is that he, in fact, is now a candidate for mayor here in the fourth largest city of the United States, Houston, Texas. Lee, a little bit about yourself, your candidacy, and how people can learn more about uh, about all. Well, I uh, grew up in Houston, went to the public schools here, uh, got a partial scholarship to Princeton, went to Texas Law School, went to the large firm of Baker and Botts, uh, after clerking for a federal judge, um, became a partner there. And in 1995, after having been there 17 years, uh, with two friends from another large firm, we formed a boutique firm. And uh, it used to be three lawyers and a secretary. Now it's 28 lawyers and almost 50 people. And I think we have been fortunate to gain a good reputation among our clients and judges and opposing lawyers. So uh, it's been kind of a fun ride. And now, uh, after having been asked a few times about running for office, I've decided to do it. And and uh, I've found it to be pre- pretty rewarding. I've just met a lot of people and asked them what they care about and told them what I think. And they've been um, impressed enough to contribute to my campaign. So it's a long haul to win, to run for office and to win, and I feel pretty comfortable about it. So that's, yeah. that's uh, me in a me in a nutshell. Um, and I'm proud of my wife and son. She's been on various boards and nonprofits after being a corporate lawyer for many years, and my son works for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Very good, very good. And uh, let's talk a little bit about the presidential race, because it looks like there might be one on the GOP. It's it's hard to tell. Um, I find it interesting that the first two people to uh, announce I consider to be more on the reasonable wing of the very narrow reasonable wing of the (laughs) Republican Party, uh, and they're both from South Carolina, which I think is interesting as well, with uh, Senator Tim Scott, uh, who's a the only black Republican serving in the Senate, and uh, Ambassador Nikki Haley, who's also a former governor of uh, South Carolina. This is interesting news. Um, and although he hasn't formally announced, he's been, he made it clear he is going to announce, uh, which is uh, a step further than DeSantis uh, in that process. And Nikki Haley has officially announced. So it's, it's getting interesting at least. Well, the shadow of Donald Trump looms over everybody. And, you know, at one point, Nikki Haley seemed to set herself apart from him. And then she's kind of gravitated a little bit closer to that orbit. And I think that's a calculation that's brought on by the fact that so many Republicans have moved further towards what I would call Trumpism, which is not necessarily a discernible ideology other than, in my mind, isolationism. Um, But I think the Make America Great Again movement is based on 
some feeling that we've been too open-minded, too fair, too genteel, and we haven't done enough bare knuckle stuff in dealing with our sometime allies and our uh, sometime uh, adversaries. And, of course, Trump has been a little bit, um, I don't know what the right word is, uh, wayward in his assessments about Russia and China. He's always been adverse to China one way or another, but with Russia, that's been a little bit more unclear. And Nikki Haley, I think, has had to take account of the strong sentiment for Trump, which may be dissipating or maybe not. As for Scott, I don't really know enough about his real thinking. He hasn't been as prominent on the national scene, uh, even though he's a senator. So... It'll be a real dance for these people to get what I would call the Trump uh, wing of the party to support them. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm a a fan of Tim Scott. Tim Scott is almost like a 21st century uh, version of Ronald Reagan in that, uh, you know, he's incredibly optimistic. He uses a lot of the same type of stylings as uh, as uh, Reagan did about uh, about the future in a much more optimistic context. And if there's a party that can use some optimism, it's the Republican Party. But I think his buttress in realism, he grew up in abject poverty. He uh, is a black man, so he under, understands the challenges facing the uh, minorities uh, and doesn't act superior about it because he's been there and done that. So uh, I don't endorse any of these and won't even at the end. Uh, but uh, I, uh, I'm a fan, and I'm glad he's in the conversation and the discussion. And it'll be interesting to see how he's treated uh, as this goes along. Um, well, do you think there's anything significant that, too, that, yeah, you're right, Haley was certainly in Trump's universe, but I think most people don't per- perceive her as one of the harsher ones, certainly not an Abbott, certainly uh, not a, a DeSantis. Um, do you find it at all interesting or have any thoughts about the fact that these are the two that, that came out first uh, before those others? Well, yes, because they know they've got to be in the, in the public mind, and uh, DeSantis in particular has been in the public mind quite a bit, Abbott to a lesser extent. And I think their philosophy, not that I've spoken to any of them, is, hey, you know, you never know what's going to happen. There's so many twists and turns between now and November of 2024 that the perpetual campaign should get underway and each candidate should be prepared to exploit whatever they can exploit. I mean, we just don't know what's going to happen. I think many people had written Biden off quite some time ago and he ended up becoming president. Many people wrote Trump off from the minute he announced, other than my wife, who said the very first day when he announced from the top of the, I guess, the escalator at Trump Tower, she said he's going to win the primary and he's going to win. And I scoffed at that, and you can see what a great prognosticator I was. And my wife... I think you invite her on the show. (laughs) Yeah. I'm joking. My wife is not that interested in politics, uh although she's been supportive of my campaign, but but that was what she said. Now, she does have a way of looking at the glass darkly and assuming it's half empty and there's a crack in the bottom, but that was her prediction, and uh, when I said no way, 
She said, we'll see. So, and Trump became president. So, I just think these candidates rightly believe you got to get out there, be in the conversation, and be ready to exploit whatever happens. And there's no telling what's going to happen. Um, Mike Pence may be revealed to have some deep, dark secret we never dreamed of. Uh, DeSantis might come a cropper in some way. Um, you know, things happen, even even health problems. So we'll just see. Um, so I think they're both plausible. So someone we're hearing persistently being asked about running, almost like Ted Kennedy. Remember, he got so crazy with Ted Kennedy, he would do a statement right. every election cycle, I'm not running for president. <laughs> Ted Cruz right. is now being hounded over whether or not he'll run for president, and he is making it clear again uh, that uh, his intention is to run for re-election because the two fall on the same year, right? 2024 is re-election to the Senate. And, you know, he, he has the luxury of getting reelected to the Senate, if he can, and run again without being contested uh, for president, uh, you know, four years after this. Uh, what do you think? Is he, is he sincere, or is he going to just jump in at some point? Well, I hate to accuse uh, Ted Cruz of sincerity, uh, but I think, uh, I believe, that in Texas, in fact, I'm certain of this, uh, the the uh, the law allows him to seek re-election and the presidency. And uh, that yeah. goes back, I believe, to Lyndon Johnson when he ran for vice president with uh, John Kennedy. So um, I don't I don't really know what, what he'll do, but I have to think he's going to run for president. You know, in addition mm -hmm. to Nikki Haley, we've got and Rick Scott, we've got Josh Hawley and Tom Cotton and DeSantis, and Mike Pence, and, you know, maybe even Lindsey Graham. So there are lots of people out there, and I have a feeling, I, I just have a feeling that many of these people will announce and see what happens, because once that presidential bug bites them, uh, it burrows into their brain, and it doesn't go away. And, and many of them probably uh, think, they do a better job than any incumbent president or any past president. So I expect all of them to be in the hunt, and it'll depend on how much money they can raise and how they do in the first two primaries and whether some of the usual Republican donors uh, want to flock to them because ultimately you've got to have money. You have to have yeah. money to run for president. So we'll One thing see. about politics. One thing about politics, it ain't cheap. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I think I think in the end, I think he probably does run, although I think there's a lot we'd like to see what the waters are like in what should be a post-Trump political environment, but it's not. Um, you know, and I think a lot are concerned about, they would like to see others uh, take the brunt of uh, being the ones of being disloyal, uh, you know, and come around in a different election cycle, but... You know, I think I'm with you. I mean, he, he can't stay. He really had a tough time for his re-election, he being Cruz. Um, and I can't imagine him seeing him showing restraint, restraint about running. But one thing for surely is that the more who are running, the harder it will be for anyone but Trump to get the nomination. I am convinced of that. Well, and then we've got the special prosecutor and the Georgia prosecutor looking at things. and. There may be 
some release of damaging information and and uh, they might deny it, but most people will suspect that whenever the information is released that is damaging, that it was timed to damage uh, uh, Trump's chances. So, you know, this is a it's an unpredictable time, and frankly, that's pretty fun for the for the media. I don't know if uh, the average voter cares that much about it. We'll just find out. So we'll see what happens. Well, and there, there are people out there we haven't even thought of, uh, entrepreneurs who may run and be a fresh new face, and, you know, you just can't tell what's going to happen. Well, this conversation feels a lot like, uh, you know, the day after the national championship of college football and predicting, predicting the top ten for next year. <laughs> it has that same feel. You know what I mean. But the, the conversation right. has begun, and it's really interesting. Final thoughts as we wrap it up. Uh, nothing except that I believe Biden will run again unless he has a major health intervention that makes it impossible for him to run again. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right on that. Every every one of these politicians really believes they're supposed to be president. <laughs> That's, that's what I found having worked in Washington, worked uh, for aides uh, to a U.S. senator, and worked on campaigns. They all believe that. Kaplan for HoustonMayor.com. Check that out. I love your video. I love your uh, very uh, personable take uh, on the issues. And uh, anyone serious about what's going on in Houston should check that out. Lee Kaplan, they says, always, I am Kevin Price. This is the price of business. Stay tuned for more.